Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, March 23rd, 947 a.m. And this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. Uh, today, we're looking at getting in for some stocks. I just want to update you from yesterday and go a couple of different directions today. Who knows? Maybe we'll see what goes on. Um, <clears throat> as you know, if you've been following along, we've had three companies that we've been carrying on for some time. Uh, Colgate-Palmolive, Hasbro, and uh, Qcom. Uh, now, we've been carrying these on because we're just collecting premiums. Now, this is supposed to be dividend investing for cash flow, so we basically only invest in pre-qualified dividend stocks. Those are companies that have increased more than 25 years consistently their dividend payments to their investors. Now, why do we only look at these? Well, because really, I don't want to spend all day long looking at stocks and this being my primary focus, like a lot of people out there doing. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot more money that can be made if you know what you're doing and you have the time, money, and energy, and effort that you want to put into it. For me, 10 minutes a day or less is all I need. I want to get in, get my money, and get the heck out and get on with my life. I want to watch the grass grow. That's what I want to do. I like to go outside and see how my grass is doing. Whatever. I got lots of things I got to do, but sitting in front of a computer isn't one of them. Okay, so let me give you a quick rundown of what we did yesterday. Uh, yesterday we sold... I don't see if I can do this from yesterday. All right. Um, where are we? It's 28. Here we go. Yesterday, these three right here. <clears throat> this is what we did yesterday. We sold 10 contracts, QCOM, 9 contracts of Colgate-Palmolive, and 8 contracts of Hasbro. Now, these dividends we've already collected. Well, these stocks, we already collected the dividends. So, what are we going to do? Just sit around and wait for them to pay out dividends again in another 90 days? No, I want to consistently. As you can see, my account here, look at this. Um, let me just get rid of some of this stuff so we can open this up a little bit more. Get all this crap out of the way. All right. Now, all these red ones is what I sold. Look at this. CL, nine contracts, Colgate, 19 cents. Ten contracts, QCOM, uh, 30 cents. Eight contracts, Hasbro, 70 cents. Look at this. And then the next week, we did eight contracts, Hasbro, 10 contracts, QCOM, 9 contracts, Colgate. And then the week, next week, we only did, oh, on the 8th, we only did, oh, look at that. The 8th, we only did, okay, yeah, well, Hasbro. And then the 10th, we did Q, uh, CL and then QCOM. Okay, and then the week of the 15th, we did CL, HAS, QCOM. Okay, so it's it's over and over and over again. It's all it is is selling off premiums on dividend stocks. Now, what happens when one of my stock gets called out? I'll just go buy another pre-qualified dividend stock and do the same thing over and over again. I like Hasbro. Look at this. Uh, 170. 
120, 105. I'm making more money selling the premiums on this dividend stock than I did make the, the dividends themselves. All right, let's get out of here and see what's going on. So, that being said, Colgate, Hasbro, I, we did this yesterday. I'm not going to do it again today. I want to go in and see what's happening today. Now, yesterday we did, uh, I took a quick look at uh, Dollar General. And I did it before hours. So for those of you who actually looked before hours and contemplated on getting in, Dollar General's uh, Dividend King's been increasing the dividends for over 50 years to their shareholders. The um, the 90-day chart looked pretty good. The one-year chart looked awesome only because of the anomaly that we had back last year. Now, everything you're going to see from now on forward is going to play off of the absolute low of the year which was last year. So let's bring up Dollar General just so you can get an idea what I'm talking about. Okay, so Dollar General last year, actually 52 weeks ago from today, was at 142. Now, is that normally where Dollar General is? No, it's not. It's only there because of the pandemic. The pandemic was worldwide. It affected everything. Okay? You have business as usual. People going into work, punching the time clock, working 9 to 5, and coming home. So why did the stock go down? Because everybody panicked. They thought the world was coming to an end. Just like they do every time there's a situation that makes people go crazy. Now, for those of you long-term players who said, you know what, Colgate Palmolive is a good company... And, or sorry, Dollar General, which is the one we're looking at. <coughs> oh my God, excuse me. Sorry, that's what you get when you have a live, um, live unedited shows. You know, it's all live, all unedited, and whatever happens, happens. You know, I've had dogs barking, I've had somebody come in and start swearing at me, all kinds of weird stuff. But life is not pre-recorded so to speak so if you want a pre-recorded broadcast or a podcast or some kind of advice on what to do where to do where to go what to go all kind of crap and, and you want it pre-recorded so that everything can be edited out to be nice and smooth and happy like you wish it would be fine but this is not it this is actual real life so i'm sitting here in my apartment looking out at the parking lot crappy view but it's not that bad it could be worse i could be looking at a building you know or it could be in a cubicle with no windows at all but no sitting here i get to watch the birds flitting around outside watching my grass looking nice and green ready to get this thing done and get moving because hey i made a commitment to you guys that i'm going to be here almost every single day if there's nothing going on there's nothing going on nothing i can do about it i have a lot to look at and i i just want to reiterate you know this is supposed to be only 10 minutes a day you get in you look what your account looks like and then you just move forward if you have money to trade fine trade if you don't have money to trade if your money's tied up waiting for that exit point fine don't don't do anything but right now uh, I'm doing this for you guys because my money's tied up in these three stocks and I'm making more with these three stocks than if I was trading because the premiums on these three stocks is getting me over 1% per week. And that's my main goal for this channel is to show people how to gain 1% per week safely and consistently. The key word being safely. Now, the reason why we're only doing pre-qualified stocks is because they have a track record. Almost every one of the dividend kings has been in business for over a hundred years. Don't get me wrong, some of the new companies are great, you know. Tesla's a good company. Uh, Google's a good company. 
Um, Apple's good company. Um, who else? Microsoft's good company, but they don't have 50 years worth of consistently increasing their dividend payments to their shareholders. Their main focus is growth or whatever their focus is. I really don't know because they're not on my list and I don't look at them. Don't even bother. You know? Now, Dollar General's been, on for, been around for over 100 years. Lowe's has been around for over 100 years. Procter & Gamble, uh, Caterpillar, Colgate Palmolive, uh, Coca-Cola, you know, those are the only ones I'm concerned of because I can't invest in everything. And I want my money to bitch, moan, and complain that I am pushing it too hard. You know, like that? I want my money to complain that I'm pushing it too hard. But I'm only looking for 1% a week. And, and if you ask anybody, 1% is, is it's not a lot of money. If you think about it, it's not. But consistently, 1% a week is over 65%. All right, we're starting up again. Sorry about that. This is what happens when you have live recordings. And no, I'm not going to edit it. I'm just going to say, hey, sorry, my son's calling. Let me hang up. Let me get right back to you guys. And that's exactly what happened. My son called, and then two seconds later, my dad called. So uh, as much as I want to help you guys, I'm pretty sure you guys realize that um, there are some things that are more important than money and investing. You know, family being number one. My dad's still here, 82 years old, still kicking still driving still has all his faculties and oh anyway let's get back to where we were we're talking about dollar general <clears throat> dollar general started out last year at 142 somewhere in that area found its low in mid-march right around 135 now this is a number that's going to disappear pretty soon so right around somewhere in mid-april in the beginning of the second quarter the anomaly that happened last year is going to be out of the picture and then you're going to see a more realistic highs and lows of the year of consistency because companies that own business for decades and even a century will have a certain consistency about them now the anomalies come in when people panic when there's something going on that is unrelated to the stock market now uh, the pandemic is unrelated to the stock market it's a virus what does a virus have to do with money well in actuality, it has nothing, but in reality, it has a whole shitload to do, a whole bunch to do with it, because it sends everybody into a panic, into a survival mode, into, oh, let me sell for whatever I can get for it, and, and hoard all my money type mentality, which doesn't really help when you say, all right, hey, that was just a thing, because another year or two, this will be, you know, don't, don't get me wrong here. 9-11 was a big factor. It was a, something huge that happened in, in, in around the world. But it sets a standard or a precedence of something that happens that is unknown, unforeseeable, you know, because something could happen again in the near future, which is going to affect everything, just like 9-11 did, just like um, Columbine did, just like the... Um, COVID is just like the, the meltdown did. It's like certain things affect everything when in reality it shouldn't. Because the people at Dollar General are going to go in and clock into work like they normally do, 9 to 5, 8 to 4, 7 to 2, whatever their hours are, and just progress normally. Because I remember back in 08 when they had the huge real estate meltdown and everybody was panicking. I lived in Sarasota at the time and it was a retirement type community and nothing was really affected, except for the banks. They weren't lending money anymore, but the um, shopping plazas was still full because it was a retirement community and people didn't rely on 
um, what's happening in the world to other normal people because retired people live on a fixed income and they get their money every month regardless what happens. So that's what I want to get to. I just, you know, so besides that, let's get back to where we were. Mid-March, the anomaly will be no longer affected in the one-year charts. Okay, we're back to kind of a normal. So the low, well, because of the pandemic, was 135. The high for the year it was tested twice at one at 225. Couldn't break past that 225 area. Uh, it went sideways for a little bit, and then she dropped down right at the beginning of the year into right where she is now at 196. Now, I told you guys this yesterday, for those of you that followed along. Yesterday, she opened up at 188. She hit a high of 196. That's an $8 move, which is a nice move. Um, and from there, uh, here we are today, hitting a high of 197, 77. So if you bought it and, and you wanted just to collect that, that dividend of whatever it was, what was it yesterday? Hold on a second. Uh, it was 36 cents. So it went up $8.00 yesterday but it just for a 36 cent dividends you could have been in and out of that one but whatever you want to do you know i get in i grab the dividend which is 36 cents and then i get back out again you know i'm not in to make a killing i'm in to make one percent per week that's it one percent per week that is my goal it comes to around 67 percent per year and granted i don't always make one percent Sometimes I make, you know, 0.75% for the week. This week it was 1.6%. Last week it was 1.3%. A couple of weeks before that it was like 2%. You know, but my goal is 1% a week. Okay, that being said, uh, Dollar General did pretty good. Okay, so today we're just looking at two. GPS and Momo. I don't even know who Momo is. But GPS is... Gap Incorporated. So let's take a look at Gap Incorporated. GPS. All right. Gap started out last year, 52 weeks ago, at 683. It found the bottom at 526. From there, it's nice up, up, up. So anyway, uh, a little bit of profit taking at the end of November. Uh, hit a new low at 1907 in that 90-day time frame. She's at all-time high last week at 32.92. She's sitting at 29.97. If you got in this morning at uh, the opening, which was 29.83, you throw in that 24 cents. Uh, 29.83 and 24 is 114, something like that. No, wait a minute. Uh, 30, 3014, somewhere in that area. But you would have been out by now. Because it hit a high of at thirty twenty one, uh, uh, the seasonality on Gap is. Let's take a look. Uh, that's not happy. <clears throat> it's going to hit a low in a couple of weeks. Um, this week, it should hit another bump up again. But it's seasonality doesn't really look too great for the Gap. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's the gap for you. Let's jump and take a look at Momo. Momo. I don't even know who Momo is. Momo Incorporated. Does it even say what they do? More info on Momo. <clears throat> Fundamental Stink Back Company News. 
Five Valley Stock Communication Service, blah, 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 blah. Bismono shares trading lower after Morgan Stanley downgraded. Oh, well, that's not happy. All right, let's, don't really care. Anyway. All right, so Momo started out the year last year, 52 weeks ago, at 2081. Hit a high at 24.69. And right around beginning of September, she drops from 20 down to a trading range of 14. Now, I'm sure if I wanted to jump in and find out why, I could find out. But this stock does not make me a happy camper. I mean, she starts way up here, and she's just... It's it. it I, I just don't like it. You know, I don't like the way the chart looks. Let's see what the seasonality looks like. All right. Well, seasonality says she should be going up. Um, so, oh, could be. Who knows? That's Momo for ya. All right. So let's trade. Let's see what Momo looks like if we're gonna do some trades on it. <clears throat> All right. The bid is 1556. The ask is 1558. That's a pretty tight um, spread for a stock such as this. Uh, so at 1558, if we wanted to do just a covered call on this, because the, the dividend is not for another two weeks. Okay, so two weeks from today is going to have their dividend. If we bought this at 1558. We could sell the 1550. Oh, this is nice. Check that out. The 1550 um, call. So if you buy it at 1556, because that's what the price is right now, 1556, you can tell someone the premium to buy it from you, 63 cents. That is more. Oh, well, let me find out exactly what percentage that is. Because I'm curious. Uh, curious minds want to know. All right, let's move this over that way. All right, oops, let's go over a little bit more right there. Okay, so 1550. So we want to take 0.63 divided by 1550 equals, that's a 4% return. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, anyway, that's a 4%. You know what? Let's go in one deeper. Let's clear that and let's do uh, the 15. So that's point. 88 divided by the ask is 1557, 15.57, and that equal that's 5%. I do that one, but that's just me. Okay, we can even go a little bit further from the 14 and a half. So let's check out the 14 and a half. The 14 and a half is 116 premium, 116, and we want to divide that by the purchase price, which is 1560, which is 15. 6 equals that's a 7 point that's a 7% return wow okay anyway all that being said um, you know a covered call on this company looked great but the seasonality let's go back to seasonality see what that looks like again okay here's where we are now okay Anyone can tell that where we are from this day going forward, let's go to the peak. That is a nice upward trend. It's not a, it's not a, a an escalation trend. It's, it's like a, like a five percent grade, you know, like a quarter inch per foot, 
<laughs> like a rain gutter, quarter inch per foot. Um, but it still has an upward trend to it, which is nice. Okay, so you get in, and you know, it depends on what you're looking for. Now, this channel, this information, this advice is for those who want to collect safely a 1% return per week. And that's it. You want something bigger than that? I'm not your guy. I have no desire whatsoever to sit in front of a computer all day finding a trade here, a trade there to make huge amounts of money. I'm, I'm not at that point in my life anymore. You know, I'm 57 years old. I want a consistent, safe return. And 50 to 60% return per year, hey, I can deal with that. I keep my expenses low. I travel. I go where I want. I do what I want. And it gives me the freedom. So 1%, I'm happy with it. That being said, not a whole lot, a lot more to go over on this. But for the fun of it, let's go in, take a look at the market watch on what. Now, everybody loves this guy for some strange reason. He was in the right place at the right time. And we're going to look at Warren Buffett's holdings for the month of April. Okay? Now, Warren Buffett is highly regarded as a mastermind and, and investor. Whatever. He buy, He just does his homework. He spends a lot more time on his computer than I do. But I have no desire to be like him. Okay, But for those of you who want to trade like Warren trades, if you're looking at my, my screen, and for those of you listening, I'm going to read down the list. I'm going to go all the way back to January. Okay, so January. Here we go. And I'm going to read you the first three months, which is the first quarter. Okay? And this is what Warren Buffett's holdings are. In January, you have AXP, which is American Express, Bristol Myers, Globe Life, JP Morgan, MasterCard, ABV. Who's ABBV? Uh, AbV Incorporated, PNC, that is PNC Financial, Procter & Gamble, BK, who's BK? Bank of Mellon, okay, that's Bank of New York. Uh, Pfizer, okay, that's for January. February, there's Pfizer right there. SYF, who is that? Synchrony Financial, okay, WFC is Wells Fargo. Apple, Siri, I'm assuming that's Siri XM Radio, okay. KR, is that Kroger and Visa? Johnson & Johnson, MCO is Moody's, really? And the United Parts, UPS, Gold is Barrick Gold Corporation, MTB, MTB Bank Corporation. Okay, that's it for, for the month of March. You know, is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So he has 11 companies in the month of February paying a dividend. What was January again? I didn't really count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So you get ten companies in January paying a dividend, eleven companies in February paying a dividend, in March, you get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen. That's it. So we have eleven, uh, ten, eleven, thirteen. Okay, so the month of April is going to be the exact same again because it's the second quarter, 10, 11, 13. So he's getting 10 checks, dividend checks, or dividend reinvestment participation, whatever, the drip, um, 
in January and February he's got 13 and the month of March he's got what I forget was it 10 12 whatever but that's him okay we could take a look at any one of these just for the fun of it let's pull up uh, Coca-Cola Okay, so Coca-Cola, we all know who the, uh, they've been in business for over 100 years. On the 13th, let's go to the 13th of February. 13 February, right? Here we go. Okay, I don't even have to tell you if you bought 10 days prior to the 13th. Is the 13th here, 10 days prior to is going to be right about there. Okay. My advice to everyone, buy 10 days prior to the EX date on a pre-qualified dividend stock. Collect the dividend or its equivalent, get a sell price, follow it with a, a trailing stop if you understand what that is. If you don't, just take the profit and get out. You know, 41 cents right there, 10 days prior to um, the first, all right? So it opens up at 48.27. The high of the day is... 4869. Did that hit? No, it didn't. 4827. And okay, wait a minute. 60. That is so cool. Check that out. The opening is 4827. These numbers right here, see? O H L C R Y. Whatever those are. Okay, so on the first, the op look at the opening price right there. The first, the opening was 4827. The high is 4869. The low was 48.18. The close was 48.48. Okay, so 48.27 plus the 41 cent dividend is a grand total of 48.68. So there's a good chance that you would have been out the first day. If not, you'd definitely be out the second day because this baby gapped up and opened up at 48.80. Okay, so if you want to get in, take the dividend, add it to the price that you paid for it, which opening price of the day because I like to do these things before the market opens or after the market closes for the next day and then I don't, even have to, I don't even have to pay attention to it I don't really care where it opens because it has certain characteristics that I don't really care and those characteristics are they've increased their dividend payments for a minimum of 25 years they have a, a good uh, one year chart a good seasonality chart um And they're either a dividend king or a dividend contender or, or one of those. But 25 years or more of consistently increased dividends. And I wouldn't mind owning Coca-Cola because they're going to pay me out a 41 cent dividend every 90 days. If I just wanted to collect the dividend. But I don't. I like to collect the dividend. And if I hold on to the stock, I like to sell uh, premiums against it. Okay? Premiums, I'm getting a lot more money than I am from the dividend. So, all that being said... I got things to do today. It's 1020, and I'm going to catch you guys tomorrow. This is James signing up from the Dividend Stock Talk, and brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.
Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show.